0: This is Retire Strong Radio with Eric Scoggins from ETS Financial Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Retire Strong Radio with
1: Eric Scoggins. Well, hello and welcome back to Retire Strong Radio. This is Eric Scoggins from ETS Financial. If you would like more information about what you hear today during our show, give us a call at 770-904-1978 or simply visit us online at etsfinancial.com. That's etsfinancial.com. And hey, while you're at the website, go ahead and click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And please do not hesitate to reach out to us with any questions you have uh, or if you'd like to set up a, a face-to-face meeting. So Even if you genuinely love your job and enjoy the people you work with, it's only natural to occasionally lean back in your chair, close your eyes and daydream just for a few moments about retirement. No more alarm clocks, no more time clocks, no more checking in the dashboard clock during yet another long commute. After a little bit of retirement daydreaming, most folks happily go back to work, but some who can't shake those retirement dreams begin plotting their own post-work life. So if you're in your 50s, which is generally about a decade before the typical retirement age for most folks, leaving your career behind means you're entering the world of early retirement, which is full of both possibility and the unknown. With that in mind, during today's show, we're going to discuss some of the potential critical things that you need to know if you're considering retiring early. But before we start chatting about early retirement, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, who I certainly hope isn't going to retire anytime soon and leave our show.
2: Oh, don't worry. But when you were talking, I don't have retirement plans yet. Although when you were describing that uh, sit back, close your eyes, daydream, uh, I was doing that. You, you kind of startled (laughs) me there when you introduced me, but, uh, yeah, no more, no more alarm clocks. I can't even fathom the beauty of that. But, um, but hey, I'm married with pets and kids, so that's not going to happen anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but don't worry, Eric. You and I are going to be doing this show. I'm going to do this show as long as my vo- voice holds out. So there's no retiring from the show.
1: That's for I sure. I love it. I love that's it. For that's for sure.
2: Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Put my so, mind at ease. <laughs> well, you know what, Eric? I have been great. I've had a great week. I want to thank you once again for having me on the show. How have
1: you been? Have you been keeping busy? Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we constantly stay busy. You know, this is a labor of love for us around here. And we just, uh, you know, we, we just had another phenomenal week and uh, looking forward to a little bit of recharging the batteries this weekend around the house and, and then getting back into it on Monday.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, retiring early. I, I like this topic. A lot of people consider it And, uh, you know, I think it's easy for anybody to say to themselves, hey, I've got enough money put away. I can retire. But uh, I can tell from your intro, uh, you know, you, you referenced the possibilities out there and the unknown. So it's not as simple as just having enough money in the bank, is it?
1: Yeah, Tony, that's exactly right. And today's show certainly is not intended to talk anyone out of retiring early. Uh, It's only intended to encourage you to really think seriously about early retirement and think about it as broadly as possible. For example, a recent AARP article uh, it was titled 10 things that no one tells you about early retirement has some really excellent information this article notes that many people you know dream about retiring early yep. and a, only a mere 11% of current workers under the age of 60 say they plan to retire early Though I'd add that I'm eager to see some statistics several months from now that may tell us if the COVID 19 pandemic led to a surge in early retirements. I'm willing to bet that, especially in the law enforcement arena, it did. Yeah. As far as the 10 things that you should know about retirement early, uh, the first one comes, I mean, we could probably guess this, but it's healthcare. Healthcare is expensive, and that is not an exact revelation for anybody. That said, the more often that we can reinforce that point, the better. You know, Medicare, which currently provides health coverage for more than 61 million Americans, doesn't begin until age 65 in most cases. So if you retire earlier than 65, you're gonna need to find a healthcare bridge that's gonna get you to Medicare.
2: Yeah, and if you've been uh, existing or using an employee-sponsored healthcare plan to get healthcare coverage through an employer, uh, that rate that you're paying, it may be going up and it may be expensive, uh, but wait until you're not on that employer plan anymore and you have to pay for healthcare on your own 100% uh, because most companies kick in. So that coverage is greatly discounted, even though it's outrageous. And every time somebody mentions healthcare, I, I my
1: wallet screams in terror. Yeah, yeah, and with good reason. I mean, healthcare is many things, uh, but cheap is certainly not one of them. Uh, while the current law does dictate that your health insurance premiums can't exceed eight point three percent of your household income, there's still going to be some sticker shock for sure. Oh yeah. For, i I give you an example, Tony. So for example, if if your household income you say $50,000, just a mid-level silver plan is still going to run you about $346 a month or about $4,150 a year. And if a mid-level plan isn't going to cover everything you need, things are only going to get more expensive. I've got a, a personal testimony to that. I was just looking into that last week on the exchange for my family. And the plan that we're looking at is a mid-level plan. And Tony, if you can believe this, it was $2,000 a month. Yep.
2: Yep. For a family, it's going to be about two grand a month. And so think of it. If you say, oh, I want to retire early, how are you going to cover uh, between as an individual, I'd say 350 would be on the very low lucky end. At this point, I think you're more likely to start at four or 500 a month as a Individual on a lower tier plan, but just a mid level plan for a family is between $1,200 and $2,000 a month. So you're not, where are you going to get that money uh, to pay for that? So uh, that is absolutely insane. I mean, uh, if early retirement is a possibility for you, uh, your health care, you've got to have your health care squared away and uh, you got to find a price you can afford. That's one of the most important things you can do. After all, you don't want to dip too far into that retirement nest egg to cover healthcare. Do you?
1: Yeah, exactly. hundred percent spot on, you know, and speaking of nest eggs, Tony, you know, rating yours too early can have severe financial consequences. For example, if you leave the office for the last time, before you hit the age 59 and a half, you may get hit with a 10% early withdrawal penalty from the tax deferred accounts, like your 401ks in your IRAs, if you need to start drawing money and you're kind of eyeing that as your, your nest egg to start supplementing and, and covering healthcare costs. While there are some ways that you may be able to get IRA money out before 59 and a half, doing it incorrectly can lead to some significant penalties. So I encourage you, if you fall in that category, that underage 59 and a half group, and you want to learn how to take penalty free withdrawals from your 401ks or IRAs, please be sure to give us a call first. We can help you with doing that the right way and thus avoiding that pre age 59 and a half penalty. It's a little known IRS exception out there, and it must be done right to avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. So that's something that's very, very important. And if you don't have a Roth, which is funded obviously with after tax dollars, you'll owe Uncle Sam a portion of the amount you take out of your traditional IRA accounts, 401ks, et cetera. So in terms of dollars and cents, you know, what does that mean? Well, that means if you take 20 grand out of your IRA before you're 59 and a half. And you're in a 15% federal income tax bracket, you may be left with as little as $15,000 after you take into consideration those potential taxes and and penalties.
2: Wow. Well, I have to think that paying that five grand right off the top is going to be pretty unappealing for most people out there. And you know what? I, I mean, to me, solidifying a workable pre Medicare health plan and ensuring that you have enough cash to avoid tapping into those tax-deferred retirement accounts. Right there, you've given us two big reasons, Eric, to work with someone like yourself, a financial services professional. Uh, And when it comes to something as tricky as early retirement, which we're learning, hey, it's not as easy as it sounds. It's doable, but you need to jump through a lot of hoops and make sure you're in the right position to do it. Uh, The fact is, a financial services professional, Eric, you're there to tell people what they need to hear rather than what they want to hear. And that's very helpful. You may have to tell them, well, once we look at this and taking everything into account, your age and where you're at, uh, maybe you have to wait two more years or three more years. So uh, you need to get that professional advice. Now, uh, we should probably take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So today's listeners can visit our website at etsfinancial.com. Again, that's etsfinancial.com. Or just simply call my office at 770-904-1978 to discuss how me and my team might be able to help to answer some of your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's really our goal to help you plan and prepare for that happy and worry for retirement that you have worked so hard for.
2: Well, yeah, and that's what we talk about each and every week here, Eric, on Retire Strong Radio. You give us helpful tips. Today, we're talking about retiring early. Now, what do you have for us next?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go back to the AARP article I cited earlier, the 10 things that no one tells you about retiring early. So it, the next one emphasizes that by retiring early, you may be giving up some of the benefits of what Albert Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world. Can you guess what that is, Tony? Uh, Compounding interest. You got it. Compounding interest. That's awesome. So when it comes to saving money, time itself is perhaps our greatest ally. So if between the ages of, say, 25 and 55, you save $250 a month or $3,000 a year, you'll have about $237,000 when you retire. As long as you don't make any withdrawals and you earn an average return of say six percent on your investments, so clearly uh, that's a that's a pretty good return on on ninety thousand dollars. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, that's a really good return, and and so but but I know there's a butt in
1: there, right? Uh, well, it yeah, always is, yeah. You know? uh, well, maybe not always, but in ten times, there's a but So yeah, so right. So let's say that you retired at sixty-five rather than early at 55, giving yourself another 10 years of compounding. In that case, Tony, your $250,000 a month will leave you with about $464,000, nearly double what you would have been at age 55. And why is that? Well, hey, it's pretty simple. An extra decade of savings. We'll add another thirty thousand dollars to your pot, but the real power comes from that compounding. The hundred and ninety-seven thousand dollars you'll earn in additional interest, not just on the principal, but it's the interest that already piled up. Wow. Okay, and that makes sense. So I
2: know in my head what compounding interest is, but every time I hear concrete numbers like you just gave us, I'm amazed by just how powerful of a tool it really is.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly why you know Albert Einstein said it was the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> right? So it truly, truly, is powerful. Yeah. So let's talk next about the next critical thing that we want to uh, I want to weigh in on about early retirement, and, and that really is that you know you may have a long life still ahead of you. Uh, AARP, the way they explain it, a woman who retires at say age fifty five. She'll need her savings to last nearly 29 years on average. Wow. That's average. Yeah. Half the folks are gonna live longer, half may less, but almost 30 years as opposed to the roughly 20 and a half years she'd need if she retired at age 65. Wow. Let's talk about the guys. Yep. The a man who retires at 55 will, will need his savings to last about 25 years on average rather than just under 18 that he'd need if he retired at 65. But, Tony, again, I do want to stress these are only averages. You know, half the people are going to live longer, half shorter. So it's really important as you're doing your planning and creating your comprehensive, holistic retirement income plan to consider your health status and your family history when deciding on a conservative life expectancy age to use in your planning. And here's a stat that's really going to knock your socks off. If a couple makes it to 65, there is actually a 25% chance that one of the spouses will live to 98.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah. And my grandfather, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but my grandfather turned 100 years old in February And he's going strong. He's mentally sharp. He still works on the farm. He still drives. He pulls a fifth wheel camper, goes camping at national parks. Uh, That's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. And of course, he's he's unique in that. But people are living longer and longer. And I think most people would love to have a long retirement because it gives you a lot of time to spend with family and on adventures. But typically, a longer life means you're going to need a lot
1: more money, right? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And that really brings it down to brass tacks there. Yeah. You know, Tony, when we talk about that, you know, just as you may live longer than you would have otherwise imagined, you're also likely to spend more money in retirement than you would have predicted when you're younger. You know, when you retire, hey, guess what? Now, every day is a Saturday. Uh, Tony, during typically during a seven day week, when do we usually spend the most money?
2: Yeah, Saturdays. Weekends. You got it.
1: Yeah, you got it. So many financial professionals really advise their clients that they'll spend about eighty percent as much in retirement as they did uh, while they were still working, and when you also consider that you'll no longer be funneling money into your retirement accounts, covering commuting expenses, paying social security payroll taxes, if you don't have other earned income, it's not bad advice. Now, however, there are some nuances that you really should be considering as well. So in early retirement, it's common for retirees to to see that spending surge, you know, like, you know, things like travel and and home improvements, relocation costs and other lifestyle changes. You know, when when I'm sitting across the table talking to clients about the retirement, I like them to think in terms of three phases of retirement. We talk about that first season of their lives, which is what we call their go-go years, right? That, that could be a decade plus for many retirees. That second phase, and they'll be spending more money, you know, during that time frame, you know, checking off that bucket list. Uh, the next phase is that slow-go years, and they, maybe that could be a decade as well, and then they get into the what we call their no-go years. So, again, think in terms of that, if you retire earlier, you're going to be spending a lot more money for a lot longer period of time. And while those expenses that you have typically will taper as you settle into retirement, they can certainly really eat into your nest egg.
2: Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Well, I just think we should be building a nest egg. Yeah, even <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> even Marge knows that. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned, uh, home improvements, you know, uh, it seems to me that if early retirement is in your cards or potentially in the cards, you definitely want to have a housing
1: strategy hammered out to uh, accommodate that. Right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's one of the largest expense that folks have. And, and we love seeing every single one of our clients go into retirement completely debt-free and we just encourage strategies and, and disciplines, uh, to, to, to get them there as quick as possible. So retiring without a mortgage is a goal for, for many of our clients, uh, though it's certainly a challenge, uh, in fact, according to the article, forty-four percent of retired homeowners between the ages of sixty and seventy still have a mortgage. If you can, if you can believe that. So, if you have not set this goal, and that goal is to be completely debt-free by the time you retire, I'd recommend it, Tony, because debt is bondage, and you can never truly be financially free until you're debt-free. Now, Tony, I know it's not Sunday but there are two favorite Bible verses that I have that speak directly to this matter of debt. Romans 13, eight says, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love on another, love one another. Proverbs 22, seven says the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. I mentioned debt earlier being bondage. That's what we're talking about. So, Let's also be clear here that even if your mortgage goes away, the expenses that come with home ownership don't. So in 2020, the average homeowner paid just over $3,700 in property taxes, a a 4.4% jump beyond what they paid in 2019. And I don't see that going down anytime soon in the future. And it's also generally recommended that homeowners annually save about 1% of their home's purchase price to cover replacement and repairs. So broken down a little further, that's about $3,500 every year on a house with a $350,000 purchase price. Wow.
2: So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Financial strategies for your home, whether it's paying off that mortgage before retirement or downsizing to a smaller and less expensive home after you retire, or just before you retire, I think that's a good reason right there to be working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, because for a lot of people getting that strategy for their home just right is one of the linchpins of a successful retirement,
1: isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Can't agree with you more on that one, Tony, Uh, especially when you consider that finding extra income after you're retired. I mean, it could be challenging, you know, Uh, as the AARP article Sites, it says that basically 74% of workers report that they intend to keep earning some type of paycheck after they retire. Yet a mere 27% of retirees actually reported that they were able to earn a paycheck after they officially retired. So for many retirees, not being able to work part time comes down to an unwillingness to commit to, say, maybe a rigid. Uh, work schedule that uh, many employers out there are going to require, or other retirees just aren't able to find a part-time job due to family commitments or things like travel plans. But ultimately, an appropriate course of action for some people is to work with a financial services professional on a strategy that seeks to provide enough retirement income that part-time work won't be necessary. You know, Tony, it's, it's one thing to work and have part-time work as a plan in your retirement. If you enjoy it and you just want to stay connected and involved and do something on your own time frame, a little bit less stressful, things of that nature, but it's another thing to have to work to make ends meet. Right. Yeah,
2: that's huge. And, and I think that the, a lot of people out there, uh, need to understand this and, You know, uh, we're almost out of time for today's show. Uh, It's been a good one. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Absolutely, Tony. So, hey, this one, uh, this was a good topic here. And uh, I do want to continue uh, on this topic on our next show. But for those of you who are out there today listening, uh, if you are age 55 or over with retirement assets of, say, $250,000 or greater, uh, we would like to extend to you a complimentary consultation uh, we can come into our office. We can have just a very relaxed and comfortable get-to-know-you meeting just to see if there's anything that we can do to help you. And and again, those of you out there, if you don't have $250,000 or greater and you need some help, you have some questions, you want some guidance, please don't hesitate to still reach out to us. We're here for the community, and we're here to help you. So I'm looking forward to continuing uh, this topic on, on next week's show, Tony.
2: All right, that sounds great, Eric. And listeners, that does it for today's
0: episode of Retire Strong Radio with our host, Eric Scoggins. Thank you for listening to Retire Strong Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a solid retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Scoggins at ETS Financial Services. Call 770-904-1978 or visit them online at at ETSFinancial.com. Investment advisory services are offered by First Advisors National LLC a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through ETS Financial Services LLC. First Advisors National LLC and ETS Financial Services LLC are affiliated companies. Eric Scoggins and ETS Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.
2: All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.